0: HP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. Hello, you golfing legends, and welcome back to another episode of the Original Off Course. I'm your host, Dan Edwards, and joining me this week is one Mr. Austin Tudor of Callaway Golf Fame. Austin, what's happening?
1: What's up, Canada? It's... uh. It's exciting to be here with you. It, it always is. We we go back a long long ways and it's just uh it's exciting to almost be ready to tee off here at the granddaddy coming up.
0: Uh, a re-return of our presence together for the the manyth time, which is excellent for me. Uh, any truth of the rumor you struggle to find my name in your phone?
1: Uh very true. I put in Canada instead of Dan Edwards. It just doesn't make sense, but you know, um, I guess endearing qualities will will lead you to do something like that and take you down that path.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oftentimes when people tag me on the forum, they type on a phone Canadan and it autocorrects to Canadian and I get a kick out of it every single time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there somebody with the handle Canadian on there?
0: Yeah. I've been trying to dump the moniker (laughs) for a long time uh, and everyone gets really salty with me. I don't know. It's I thought we were past it. Like I'm so much of a mutt that I've been in the U S longer than I was in Canada now. So it almost doesn't make sense, but then people get really mad. So, so it lives. Cause I guess, why not? You know?
1: Totally. Well, I mean, if you asked JB in, in your whole hometown discussion last week, right. Uh, you should probably be like Ohio band or something like that at this point, but we'll yeah.
0: uh, let we'll, we'll Canada live on. That that whole that whole hometown thing really got me mixed up. What do you think, man? What's what's your hometown? Are you talking about California right now or where you're from?
1: Um, I would refer to where I grew up as Georgia and my hometown now is San Marcos because that's where my home in which I pay a mortgage for uh currently resides. So, <laughs> that would be my hometown. <laughs> man, I don't know. I think you're trying to
0: suck up to the big guy. I don't know. Um, well it's been an interesting year how how are things going for you
1: things are great man yeah um for those that are maybe new i run the uh the category of performance gear and that you know to simplify it i always say that's anything that's not a club or a ball so that's the bag that's the glove headwear uh, elements gear accessories you know umbrellas divot tools um Pretty much, like I said, anything that's not a golf golf ball or a golf club. So, our category is seeing some some awesome growth, and you know, our team is has expanded because of that. And we've got some really talented designers, product des- designers, and developers. Um, gosh, it's it's when you're a marketing guy, it's really inspiring to work with such good designers um, and get to see what they're coming up with. You know, we're we're already thinking about twenty twenty six which 26. is just wild to think about. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. So you're, you're kind of closing the door on what's coming out in 2024 and you're, I'm assuming testing 25 and looking at 26. Is that pretty much how it's working?
1: It's pretty darn close to that, Dan. Yeah. We're, we're right now almost closing. You're going to laugh, but we're almost closing the books on 25.
0: Jeez. It, it, I've just... always wondered this and, and maybe it's a, a hair uh-huh. easier for you because Altering, like so. Let me paint the picture a little bit. You have this technology, right? And it's so far above and beyond. Can you really like let the cycle saturate and and exist for a year, and then say, okay, now it's time to bring out this crazy new concept in in product like Club? I think it would be really really hard to disrupt that industry but in something like let's say a new glove or um, uh, a new bag or something like that or even something as simple as a a new material in a hat um, is is it a little bit easier to change that design direction or is it about the same
1: no so it takes us a long time to you know we're looking at color theory like not just design alone but color theory right so what are they going to be the hot colors in 2025 that's the stuff that we're doing so much research on there's there's studies out there that um that you can you know purchase and and get into and and do all of that research and our team's dedicated to all of that because we want to be trendsetters we don't we don't want to be ones that are following um especially with this new team that we have that's that's been around for about the last 18 months and that's just one piece of it, but there's also constant conversations with suppliers and manufacturers to understand what more can we do? What you know, what's new and fresh from them that, that that maybe we can have a proprietary relationship with them on. So it's it's really diving deep into all of those things because the suppliers are they have an innovations department. You know, it's not solely reliant upon our designers to come up with something. So that's the, that's another really cool part in And having those great partnerships and relationships that we do with those suppliers is, is key in, in that benefit. Right.
0: Hmm. So when it comes down to that potential, do, <clears throat> I'm assuming it's all very critical to get right, but is there a component that matters slightly more such as material or design or presentation? Is,
1: is there something
0: that matters more than everything else?
1: Yeah, I mean, material is probably gonna be your number one aspect, right? You want it to perform, you want it to have a comfort, a feel, you know, hand feel to it It needs to be durable, but how do you balance durability with feel in a, in a um, premium leather glove, right? So what's the balance there? Uh, so that's where wear testing comes in. So we're constantly testing all types of new materials to Make sure that they're validated before they, they make it either on your back or on your hand or on your head. So,
0: yeah, so I, I had a uh, just to, to add on to that. When I came out to the uh, paradigm launch event, I got one of the new gloves that you're, you're so generously offering at the time and dude, that thing lost it forever. And I don't know if like we have this preset expectation that uh, a leather glove should last only a certain amount of time. But like there is a clear difference between the length of time that one lasted versus one or two of the other options I had been using previous. and it's not to say that there are other brands, like even one of them was a callaway glove. so there's there's this clear progression, right? And you see it, but is that hard to is that hard to market at the front of the discussion for golfers? like once they have it in hand, it's great. Once they use it for twenty rounds, whatever the number is that they, uh, and the, the type of weather and the grip and the, you know, et cetera, the challenges that you face with a glove. Is, is it hard to get that introduction more than it is to get repetition?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, especially when there's a, there's a company out there that that has the current claim of number one glove in golf, which we're, which we're fastly approaching and, and, and going after. Um, but our goal is to make the best product out there regardless of what clubs you play or hat you wear or bag you use, you're going to play a Callaway glove because it's the best glove out there. And that's our number one goal and vision for this category. And that's why we're seeing great return growth. I mean, the the Tour Authentic, right? Our, our lead horse um, has grown significantly over the last couple of years. And that's because our 2019 to our 2022, our 2022 is far and away above in terms of fit, in terms of durability, in terms of like the comfort and control that you have with that, with that product. Um, it's a, it's such a, to me, it's a, a far superior glove and I think golfers are noticing that
0: we're also so, putting a
1: spotlight. Yeah, just real quick. We're also putting yeah. a spotlight on that tour validation that we have, right? Uh, previously we we had, didn't really do a, a ton of conversation around uh, these products that that I'm talking about, right? So the golf bags and gloves and and headwear. So um, putting a little bit better spotlight on those, um, doing some fun and unique things like our tour authentic black launch that we did back on Friday the thirteenth 13th, 13th in October. Um, just having a little bit more fun and giving people choices and options has is, is also really uh, helped helped out as well. And it's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, it it provides. A bit more of a personalized experience for sure, and especially when you take sort of ownership in the quality of the products you're buying. Now, I remember I'll use a Callaway product that's quite quite old from when I was purchasing them. But you used to be able to get the the super thin Dawn Patrol gloves for like five bucks off Amazon or whatever. I don't remember where I bought them, but I bought you know six of them to number one not have to think about it, but number two I had the expectation that because they were so thin they would last for X amount of rounds then I would just rip them off, put them in the garbage and start fresh because it wasn't a huge investment. Now, I feel like that maybe it's just I'm super isolated to Dawn Patrol in that example. But the idea now is once I've had this this newer glove in hand, it's like, all right, now I have this expectation of it's going to maintain that really high quality feel. But it's also going to provide some durability to justify maybe a slightly larger price tag, but also the consistency that I'll get with it.
1: Yeah, well, the the one one knock I had on on Don Patrol when I came in was the, the fit of it. It just it always had like a little bit of a looser feel. And that has some things to do with the materials that you're using, right? You're hitting a price point with that product. But the glove that you're hinting at is our, our weather span in that, that beautiful green packaging that we put together. And um, the beauty of that product is the Fuse Tech material. It's a synthetic material that uh, actually pulls the polyurethane together with the synthetic all at the same time. So it's a one one material uh, versus a lamination pros- process that one of the in- industry leaders is using to put the polyurethane on, which then you see the flaking and the cracking and things like that. So we're doing something far and away different. Uh, it's a proprietary process that we have with, with our vendor on that to, uh, to help with durability, to help with breathability, I mean if you're only wearing one layer versus two layers which one do you think is going to be cooler right it's kind of simple math when it comes to that so having having that glove in our lineup you've got the leather thumb and you've got the leather palm um, for a little bit extra feel and durability there but it's a it's a significant product in our line right now
0: okay so you know a bunch of people who are listening just went polly what rap who and (laughs) i think it's worth you know diving just slightly deeper into that So you have a process where you're merging or marrying two materials together to create this globe?
1: Yeah, so we have, it's Fuse Tech, right? So we call it Fuse Tech because there's a Fuse Technology in which we're fusing two materials together. So they're bonded all at the same time versus taking a sheet of one material and laminating. Think about like a laminating like you would do back in in elementary school, right? You would literally laminate that clear cover clear coating over the top of that construction paper that's the process in which some are using we're using our fuse tech process which is proprietary to us to create a single material
0: and what's the need for this combination material what's the gain for for users
1: uh durability is typically the number one um and you know it's just to add that added benefit of of keeping you know making that glove last a little bit longer but when you have that lamination process delamination can happen right Mm -hmm. over time that that thing we've all seen those gloves where on the you know on the on the palm pad it's all worn down and it's cracking and it's like what what just happened to this thing right you pull up maybe you know somebody up in, in new england Puts their clubs away right about now and doesn't pull their clubs out until April when they look at that glove and they're like i was really playing golf with this thing so they're automatically going in and, and getting a new new glove so
0: i appreciate you it's, didn't it's, say ohio when you did that <laughs> i don't feel as targeted <laughs> now
1: <laughs> no i already got you once i'm not gonna do it twice
0: yeah yeah uh that's pretty interesting but one of the things the the challenges i think that people experience when they hear these types of things is like, okay, it sounds great on paper, but is it really functional? Is that what people are really experiencing? So how do you combat that when, you know, people make a glove decision? Personally, I hate buying golf gloves. It's just, I'm not saying I don't like using a golf glove. I must use a golf glove. I'm just saying the purchase experience is like buying gas. I have to do it, but it's not something I prefer to do. You know what I
1: mean? It it is until you experience a a new product that is actually, comfortable and something that gives you confidence and you know you have control over your game whenever you whenever you need it on that seven iron or that driver that's got to hit the fairway that equipment's not going to let you down you know it's it may be gas in your car but you need the gas to get there
0: right so so where's the validation come from what are are you getting really solid feedback on this from consumers what where's the where's (laughs) that look
1: You've you've really teed up a great discussion point here. And that's um, back early last year or late last year, about this time last year, we did an independent study. Um, So that means it's non-biased. Callaway is not mentioned. Uh, Product is shipped from another source of 252 golfers with an EB test. Our Callaway Weatherspan versus FootJoy's Weathersoft. That is the leader in the value space. Um, we believe so confidently that we had a better product that we wanted to test it and validate it. And we went through a significant process where <clears throat> we ordered our glove with with no cover with no Callaway branding whatsoever. The Foot Joy has no Foot Joy branding on it except for the closure. Well, we ordered patches that were sewn on you couldn't remove them to cover each one of those brands, right? So there's no indication as to what what product is what. It's a true, we'll call it Coke versus Pepsi blind taste test. Um, We had them play golf in these gloves, test them, and then provide a significant amount of feedback. And in in the results of the study with a very trusted partner in the golf space, we came out ahead 64% to 36% preferred by golfers. Uh, the Callaway Weatherspan over the FootJoy WeatherSaw, And that is a big milestone and a big achievement for our category, uh, especially with a product like this.
0: So uh, I love the idea of going after the big guy, right? Is there an assumption that Callaway is like number two in that space right now? Or do you feel that you are a category leader in it? Uh, you just need to be recognized for that.
1: I think we're, um, from an innovation standpoint, from a material standpoint, Um, from a quality standpoint, we are definitely a leader in this space.
0: Okay. Uh, do you, do you find it interesting seeing the number of alternative options out there who offer up your typical Cabretta leather golf glove for X amount of price buy two, get one free, you know, got the, the different logos and the fancy images. And is that on your radar at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, there's there's golfers out there that that want that type of stuff, and and we've definitely looked into colored gloves and things like that. As I mentioned, we just did the Tour Authentic Black, just dipping our toe in the water once again. We have the OptiColor line that has all the different colors. You can get a camel or aqua or pink or red or navy, you know, gray, but we haven't taken it up to our premium price point yet, and it's okay. just – we want to we want to continue to validate that there's a true market for it, and market's indicating that there is. So, um, I would say just give us some time and and let us continue to make these things perfect in quality that that, that you're you're going to expect from a Callaway golf glove. Uh, you know, there's things that can happen whenever you're going through that process. Um, the material maybe starts to to fade off, and you look down, and if you were wearing a a blue glove, you've, you've got some like blue on your hand. We don't want that to happen, right? So we're continuing continuously validating and, and testing everything.
0: Okay. So the the final question I have from a glove perspective, and I think this is a challenging one. Maybe it's easy for you to, for you to answer. But I feel like in a lot of ways, something like a golf glove, it, it's hard to get absolutely positive instant validation when something simply just works. You know, it, a golf glove over time will present the the durability aspect um, the quality aspect one of the things I always worry about is how quickly sweat bleeds into the glove which effectively renders it useless on the palm Um, those things take time right but once you put the glove on you're like okay this is a really nice glove it works the way I would hope it would but I feel like there's it's easier to get feedback on a flaw than it is to get on
1: something that's great do you find that challenging I mean, Dan, you know as well as I do, everybody has that issue no matter what. You're always going to hear the negatives over the positives, and the neg- negatives typically resonate as the loudest, right? So yeah, um, the beauty of what we do to try to reduce that so that the, the experiences on the superior side is all of the consumer testing that we do, player testing that we do, um, tour validation fitting, like – all of that stuff goes into it to make sure that the end product that hits the consumer's hand is validated and is quality. Right? So uh, it's so funny. Our Corinne Harris, our our product manager for the gloves glove business walks throughout the office to, to the golfers in the office and Hey, I need you to try these two, two gloves. I'm not going to tell you what they are. I need your feedback. Right. And she's going to 30 people doing this and (laughs) it it, there's she honestly doesn't let us know what the material is, what what the differences are between the two, you know, all of that stuff. So, it's uh, it's something that we're we're constantly after.
0: So it's hand tested innovation on the fly, but it's does she at least fill you guys in once it's done, once she's made you try it on and given your feedback?
1: Um, us in in our category, yes, because we're okay. privy enough to know what, what's actually, <laughs> what's happening. Um,
0: I hate secrets, man. That's what I'm saying. If I sat in that <laughs> office and someone handed me a glove and didn't tell me what was going on, I'd probably lose my mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the beauty, man, of, of doing it that way to where you you're just providing real and honest feedback and it's mm-hmm. not a preferential treatment to one thing or the other. Okay. Interesting. I you know, think of, you can kind of think of synthetic and and uh, genuine leather as the whole forge cast conversation. You know, synthetic synthetics gloves are, are getting to be really really good. What kind of rabbit? Really old,
0: what kind of rabbit <laughs> are you trying to take us down right now, man? <laughs> forge v castle. I mean, we only have so much time here. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I, I'm I'm fascinated by the gloves because it has been a really positive year for me and using the product. Um, uh, hopefully other people are giving it a try. Um I think the lasting effect that I had, the, the most memorable thing for me would be the durability. Uh and that's well, I, I think a compliment because there's so many other components that exist that I didn't have to worry about, like stretching. I tend to have my thumb stretch a lot, which is super annoying. I don't think I saw much of that, but like the things that, that would bother me previously weren't happening so we were kind of out of my mind the thing i was focused on is every time i put on that used glove how many more rounds can i get out of this when does it start to bleed through and and it lasted notably longer than i expected it to
1: yeah that's again just doing something different and challenging the marketplace and creating a proprietary material with the with the trusted supplier right
0: yeah well I, I want just... i wanted to uh sorry go ahead go ahead no, that's just
1: that's the challenger mentality that we have in our category right now. So,
0: okay. Well, one of the other things I really wanted to talk to you about was Hyperlight Zero. It's something I've had uh, in play for the majority of this year. I've found it to be. I- I'm a big fan of carrying, not all the time, but uh, uh, I'm not afraid to carry, and it's been a really positive experience there. How has the overall feedback been on that product?
1: Yeah, it's it's. a a very interesting product and the fact that it comes in right around three pounds. It's got a new innovation with the shaft shield top that we can get into, but it's also a bag that you can put a ton of stuff in, right? You could put your, your whole, you know, rain suit, extra pair of gloves, two dozen balls, your speaker. It, It has the most capacity in my opinion for a three pound bag of just about anything out there. And that's, that's where we kind of, gave it the the tag of the gold standard of, of lightweight golf bags right so you can not only bring it down to its core put three golf balls and a couple of tees in there and have a truly lightweight bag or if you need it for a, a trip you know where you, where you do need to put that rain suit in um, it's got plenty plenty of organization plenty of pocketing and space and storage on it so it's a it's a cool it's a it's a cool and differentiated product amongst everything else that we offer, for sure. I have a question
0: for you. Since have you ever had two dozen golf bags in your in your bag or golf balls in your bag? You're far too good at golf to make that claim. <laughs> uh,
1: if I'm going on a three day trip, there'll probably be two dozen in there just to be safe. I always like to give you know a sleeve to like the cart guys or something like that and do a little little product seating. So uh-huh. that's all that's typically why there's a little, little extra in there, but okay. Now, well, now I try to, I try to limit myself to about three, a sleeve around. If, if I can keep it under a sleeve around, I'm, I'm pretty happy.
0: Well, I, I like that uh, there is a lot of room for things in there <clears throat> during the fall, uh, which I'm unfortunately experiencing right now in the springtime. you know, there, there are layers that need to exist when you tee off versus when you finish and, plenty of room to to pack at least two layers into the secondary pouch I, I like the valuables pocket uh, it served me well there's a cup holder that that seems to be perfectly placed well I, I think one of the things that's been most interesting for me while I've carried it is just the ease of uh, picking it up and and this is one thing that I don't feel like is talked about enough the one of the biggest annoyances from a golf bag is I don't lift from the, uh, the strap. I prefer to grab with my left hand on the, the top handle and pick it up and put it over my shoulder. I feel like lifting from this, the strap is, uh, not the best way to pick up a golf bag. Um, maybe old hockey injuries, whatever it is. <laughs> I, I think the, um, on the Hyperlite zero, there seems to be a really solid structural design there that allows a lot of room to do it and you don't have to move things around to get your hands on that, uh, on that, uh, grab or the hand handle. Yeah. yeah. Do you, it was that a design intention or is that just me being picky?
1: No, that's accessibility, right? It's yeah, it's, it's kind of our, one of our philosophies for the, the golf bag category is we don't want you to ever have to think about your golf bag, right? So we're going to give you the accessibility and those features like the top that you're talking about where the the handle that you're talking about, you know, the shaft shield top, we'll talk about in a second, but having, having that handle accessible. Okay. If that's how Dan likes to pick up his golf bag, we've, we've got that secured and locked in for him and he doesn't have to worry about it. Right. So it's, it's all of the touch points, you know, formula one just finished up in Abu Dhabi, those guys, they're refining to the T and that's our goal is to refine so that you don't ever have to worry yourself over the bag, not working. Um, we want it to be efficient. We want it to be comfortable. We want you to take pride in the product. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we, we want, we, we get a lot of pride out of seeing other OEM head covers in a Cali golf bag. That means out of all the golf bags out there, you've chosen what you believe is the best bag in the market. So that's, a, that's definitely a, a quality that we're after for sure.
0: So we see that discussion a lot on THP and someone says, I need a new golf bag. What should I get? And regular, regularly there'll be someone who prefers a particular brand. And oftentimes it is an OEM brand and they'll post that in the thread and there'll be a response to that. Like, Hey, I don't really care for those clubs or, you know, whatever There are examples where they've been a long-time leader in the bag space, but it's uh, not as positive of a reception when they see that name on the bag. Uh, And it's not to say that that Callaway performance here, or or golf bags haven't been at, at, at the same level as some others, but the idea that you can now say like, I like this bag because of this, 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 and this, and this was the positive experiences I had, can branch out to folks who maybe don't play Callaway product. I, that's really mm-hmm. interesting. That, that's gotta be a challenge.
1: Well, I'll just say this and, um, you know, may get my hand slapped for it may not, but I feel like we were, a, a a golf ball and a club company that needed to make golf bags. And now we are no longer we're a golf bag, glove, ball club, you know, all, all of the above company, um, and we're positioned. We have a, a a key key group where where I sit. That's literally all they're thinking about when when they're going home and when they're when they're coming back into the office. So it's it's a very different mindset than where we where we were. And product is speaking for itself um, in volumes in terms of. The, the positive feedback and, and where we're going so
0: so when it comes to design and when it comes to features i'm assuming we haven't talked about your favorite component of the hyperlite zero
1: yet <laughs> yeah shaft shield um what a what a cool innovation story that is and you know again kudos to our development team and our product team for creating something new and different and shaft shield is in, in simple terms, it's a soft rubber coating applied to the top of the top of the golf bag where you would typically have that bulky mesh. Um, mesh wears down over time. Right underneath there is sharp plastic. What do you think is going to happen to your golf shafts over time? They're going to get stretched up. They're going to get worn out. Right. We did a 10,000 shaft drop study on two bags and the results are night and day we did one with our shaft shield top with that rubber those rubber dividers and then we did one with the mesh and you know i think i'll I'll be able to show off a little bit of that to our our granddaddy participants but um in person but it's it's unbelievable there's barely any wear on the shaft shield it's a again a soft rubber coating so it's not not going to damage the product um, not going to damage those high-end shafts that every THP has in there in their bags, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that Ventus TR7X, right? It's it's not going to not going to uh, mess that up. Um, but what it also does too is that mesh is bulky, so when you remove the mesh and you put that rubber coating, it really opens up the bag, right? So you can see in the bag a lot more. It gives the clubs a little bit more breathing room, so they're not so tight in there. Um it's a it's a again innovation in the golf bag space where how many times are you hearing that word
0: yeah well what i liked about it maybe is an unintentional feature unintentional holy unintentional feature <laughs> is uh yeah, that one stuck me pretty hard <laughs> is when i walk with it i feel like there's i don't know if friction's the right word but there's enough grip on that uh Mm -hmm. that rubber material where the chatter seemed to be quite a lot less i I didn't make a lot of a ton of noise the way i normally would walking having the bags click together clubs moving back and forth because it's not just this uh sort of loose material that the shafts are up against it's now it gets something that sort of resists that movement a little bit more was that a, a, a happy accident or was that a thought that went into it
1: I would I would definitely call that a, a happy accident. Um, it's something that I've heard rumblings of, and I think it's a obviously any additional benefit when you come up with something like this is is helpful and useful. But the key the key story was protect. You know, we're going to protect your clubs over time a lot longer than that bulky mesh will. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got rubber on there and you've got metal with it. There's going to be some added, you know secure securement of of irons in there
0: okay so you mentioned reducing the size of the top it's something i didn't really think about opening up those openings become significantly wider when you don't have all that extra material and there was something visually that just looked different to me and that's probably what it was is i'm used to a lot more material up there um but i definitely appreciated the uh the extra space up top i didn't think about that at all really And it's, it's funny because that, that would normally, especially in the putter well or a place where a head cover goes or something like that, like it can get pretty crowded in a golf bag.
1: Totally. Well, especially for a a lot of these guys that are the the 14 way fan favorites, Um, it it can get really crowded once you have that mesh in there. So I hate
0: it when when people talk 14 way, I know you have to, but I hate it.
1: (laughs) Well, the uh the numbers don't lie in terms of how many people actually enjoy that you know Mm -hmm. i i think you and i have probably had an offline conversation about it but people coming new into the game they uh they see that bag as an opportunity to stay organized and maybe not leave a a wedge they get back to the bag they see an open hole and they're going to go back and grab the club uh there's some so, you know you and i have grown up with the game inherently we we kind of know where everything is in our bag um because it's kind of a part of us right and these people are still trying to figure the game out a little bit so that that added, added organization is is really helpful and there's some people that just want it want it and and, and they'll always fight for it you know um that have been longtime golfers
0: so I'll provide an example I had, and and again, this is it's not really intentionally meant to be overly positive for Hyperlite Zero. It's just kind of the way that it worked out. I, I have another carry bag that's in the three pound range. It's actually three point five, uh, based on what I understand of the product. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I I had an extra set of clubs that came in, so there an extra set of iron. So I sort of built out two separate bags. Uh, in an attempt to to mess with them both. And my experience was eventually, and, and by eventually I mean like within a couple rounds, my decision was to just cycle back between the one bag, which was Hyperlite Zero, uh, just because I felt like there were a couple things that I didn't necessarily like that I felt a lot more comfortable with in that product. So I thought that was interesting, not necessarily because it was like miles apart. Uh, it was just these subtle experiences that i think i really preferred of it and specifically i think probably one of the things was the top handle and, and and i mentioned picking up the golf bag but that's out of your car as well you know people people do that a fair bit um, in different ways but you know ease of ease of carry ease of application i think all that stuff really worked in in that favor so i just kind of wanted to make that that mention there and, and i'm curious to hear other thp's thoughts other people's thoughts whether or not that was the experience you had if you moved to HyperLight Zero, um, because it kind of surprised me. I, a, a lot of ways you think a carry bag is a carry bag, you know? Well, but I think that's the goal, it, right? Is to it, not it, let us think that way,
1: right? It, 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 well, that, that, and it's also, you know, w- when I came into the office, we were calling ourselves soft goods and that can mean a, a, a sock, a t-shirt, a hat, a golf bag, like that could mean anything. So we we reclassified ourselves to performance gear because we feel our gear is just as important as a, a Jaws Raw 56 degree wedge. Um, it's 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 there when you need it the most, right? And um, yeah, we we just continue to build on where gear were just as important in terms of the equipment that you use, and we're gonna deliver the Callaway standard um, in terms of durability and quality and performance and innovation for that matter.
0: So I I have questions about this past year and then moving into the following year, but colorways, it's always a fascinating thing. You know, each time you add one, it's another skew, it's another build out, it's another thing you have to deal with. So there's always a challenge in how many you do, I'm assuming. Um, Was there a colorway that you're glad you did this year that you didn't expect would do as well as it did
1: you know the the sage black and white that we did um i've just always thought that's a a beautiful bag i mean i I think i'm partial to that color if you look at the band on my apple watch right now it kind of has a, a similar look um but i i think i think that one did really really well and honestly one of the number one sellers besides our standard blacks and navies and charcoals that you know that's what guys wear so that's what they want to also have in their golf bag but there's there's other guys like us that maybe want to lean out and try something a little new and different um there was the paradigm uh, execution so we took the colors of the paradigm and brought those in uh to what we call a, a hard goods colorway uh golf bag so we did that on a bunch of models and those have performed really really well and I think they did uh, the team did a great job in terms of taking the colors from from the hard from the driver and the irons and funneling those into a a golf bag
0: so that's the one you convinced me to go with uh sight unseen and I'm glad I did I think it it suits me incredibly well but I'm kind of like a blue guy, you know. That's that's been something I've been fairly <laughs> known for, so it's no big deal. Um do are we well, going to get I some hate to tell guys you, but with...
1: mo- most guys are are blue guys for the most yeah. part. no, so. that's
0: fine. I get it. You're more <laughs> of like a, like a uh, salmon, like a,
1: a soft pink guy. <laughs> I would say black charcoal um with a, with it with maybe a color pop in there. Right? A little hint of black it. Accent. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for for 24, I'm assuming can, can you say whether or not new products coming from a, a golf bag perspective? I can confidently
1: say that. and our our dear friends next week are gonna, you know with the granddaddy team are gonna are gonna get to see all that's coming. and um, gosh, it's a good lineup. We're We're redefining uh, a core line within our within our offering right now. Um, you're going to see shaft shield trickle into more products because we've validated that, that technology. Um, and gosh, it's such a differentiator. You look at, look at a, a product from, or heck one of our last year's products versus what's coming in 24, there's a noticeable difference in a, and without a doubt, a key selling point built into these, Okay, um, some, some Are amazing some- headwear.
0: Okay. Are there some exciting new colorways we can expect or?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course there are. You know, we, (laughs) we, we, we have some fun stuff coming. There's some new patterns and things like that as well infused within colorways. So it's, you know, we, we have some good friends right down the hallway in OGO that, that are, that dare to be bold. Right. And, um, we understand our golfer and it's a, it's a tremendous thing that we have two companies that can offer, you know, a golf bag to to every golfer and it's why we're kind of redefining ourselves right now as the modern golfer bag brand, you know. We have a bag between our two brands that that works great for for every golfer. There is not one golfer out there that can't use one of our golf bags today.
0: I love it. You want to talk granddaddy a little bit?
1: Uh I was hoping you would ask that about forty minutes ago, but yeah. <laughs> well no, my friend you know, you know me. You know me. I get all hyped up on product and um just like everybody listening out there, I'm a I'm a geek when it comes to it. So but yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the granddaddy. So us up there.
0: Yeah. So what year is this for you? Is this number three?
1: Number three,
0: yeah. Started 21,
1: <laughs> 22, 23. yeah.
0: That I only know that because he puts it in his Christmas card, so
1: (laughs) (laughs) along with my granddaddy record,
0: that's awesome. So, number three for you, um, have you enjoyed the evolution and are you excited to see what's going to be different this year?
1: I am, um, it's been fun, you know. I find these types of things, uh, it's very, very special and unique, and I love to be a part of them. I've always loved. Hosting events and you know, um, just doing all of that type of stuff. And the organization, while we have core responsibilities in our job, and it does take some extra work for us, I get to play Santa next next Monday, right? Um, I get to give you give you guys an incredible look at what's coming in 2024, and then get to go and play with all of these new products with you guys and, and just geek out so every year it gets better uh finley and i we have got some some tricks up our sleeves to, to add to this this next evolution we'll call it the the legacy teams experience um of the granddaddy so there's there's some fun things coming for sure
0: so I, i'm not trying to make you pick favorites here and i'm not even talking about me versus everyone else so that's fine uh, you also the the Goat Cup 24 has been announced, which is super cool. That's something you and I believe Jason do um, each year. That will be its third iteration as well. Um, are you intrigued, excited? Briggs, Briggs Ranch, I believe it is.
1: Yeah, I am, and it's it's a unique and different experience, right? It's it's totally different than the Granddaddy. It sets itself apart. Uh, it's a time for for us to get even closer to you know when we get 14 guys and, and gals at the granddaddy we only have what what is it six total five total that come for for the goat cup i can't remember because you've always thrown me off as to, to where you fall within this but <laughs> we get a we, we get a lot closer <laughs> we get a lot closer um experience with with the the group um in the goat cup for sure uh because you're, you're, you're talking about basically the same amount of time. It's maybe slightly condensed, but it's, it's uh just, it's a different experience, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's kind of right when I can start early teasing uh, the next year stuff and, and showing that off. And that's when you really get a look behind the curtain uh, for, for our category.
0: Okay. So granddaddy guaranteeing a win or going to play it by the year or play close to the chest um
1: you know I, i've been watching the we'll call it the much more experience on youtube um <laughs> where he's said all, all the uh the team uh the legacy team and i love the passion and heart that this teams bring it to the table um you know that their experience is number one their gratitude is number one a one b right uh, and then their will to win is, too. And that's that's my positioning as well. Right. We're we're ultimately here for you guys to have the best experience, uh, golf experience that you'll ever have in your life. And while winning is great, um, you know, being able to, to show off what we do day to day, creating new products and, and the mindset that we have around around the golfer is is one and winning seven right i think dancing at the nest is probably like four (laughs) so right for sure yeah (laughs) no i mean (laughs) i look forward to to my matches um it'll be a great time but the the real win is just getting out there and having a having a great time and, and talking shop with you guys
0: uh if if there's one guy on the team
1: you want a piece of who is it Um, probably the guy I'm talking to. (laughs) Me not excluded. I saw that coming a mile away. (laughs) No, I think we were on, we were on the same goat cup team. I don't think we've really had much competition. I, I like, we've never been pitted against each other. So that's, that would be an interesting take. Um, I did see Cambridge calling me out. So, you know, maybe, maybe he can have a piece, um, Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) All
0: right. If you had to guarantee one win, Granddaddy or Goat Cup for 23, end of 23, 24, what do you say? What are you taking?
1: Guarantee a win? I would probably say say Granddaddy because family's handicap. You know, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, (laughs) there's There's a lot more opportunity in terms of all of the matches that get played in the Granddaddy for things to go one one direction or the other where they I was go. Teeing
0: kind of you got a chance to really put it to him. You didn't do it. Man, what a letdown. Well either way, That's my granddaddy's my quarterback. Doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll be different in two weeks' time. We'll see. Uh um, totally. either way, the granddaddy is an unbelievable experience. I hope everyone gets a chance to follow along on the Hackers Paradise forums. Uh we live post the whole thing. It goes on for a number of days and the thread on THP is absolutely crazy. If you want to see ridiculous adventures um, around Callaway headquarters, there's the off course mascot. Sorry about that. Uh, Come and check it out. It will surely be an entertaining time and definitely give you a chance to get to know some other THPers as well. Austin, I can't wait to see you buddy. You're going down.
1: Well, Dan, I'll just quickly echo the, the same sentiment. Get in there, be active. We all do during this time. You know, it's it's so much fun just to see the anticipation. Um, gosh, the hideaway, hideaway is something else. Al's house house is something else. Um, the nest is something else. Like it's just it's such a unique experience. And why why not go out there and support your buddies that, that are that are on this trip? So yeah, I love it. Um, have have fun, have fun following along.
0: And while you do, check out some of the new Callaway performance gear. Sounds like uh, some exciting stuff is coming for us in 2024. So keep an eye there. Hyperlight Zero is definitely a game changer if you're a big fan of walking, um, and probably if you're if you're a Carter too. I mean, it's just a good bag all around. So go check it out. Uh, and either way, I'll see you guys next week. THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network. Your number one source
1: for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.